0: sides of the story two sides of the story two sides of the story
1: with tom and sean welcome to two sides the story that is sean sides and that is tom sides how you doing tom i'm doing all right buddy um you know, it's been like a red hot minute since we got to like talk properly it like two guest episodes and the midst of the holidays and stuff. Yeah, it seems like it's
0: been a little while since we've done a regular podcast. That's for sure. Yeah, well, that's all right. We're here now. That's what counts.
1: <laughs> so how were your holidays? You want to break it down for me?
0: Yeah, it was really good. Um, got some good family time in. We did like our usual Candy Cane Lane trip. Uh, Crystal's aunt and uncle were in town as discussed previously and they rented like a huge ass SUV and so we piled eight people into it to go check out Candy Cane Lane and then had a good Christmas. We uh, woke up like at home and did our opening presents and stuff like that, which was pretty fun. Got a couple cool little things and then uh, <clears throat> headed over to my dad's for dinner and Doreen and Made, made a nice meal with a very little assistance because she's stubborn as hell and wanted <laughs> to do it all herself basically. Yeah. But it was a phenomenal, phenomenal meal. And then we got to hang out, you know, spend some time with the nieces and nephews, which is always fun beating them up and stuff like that. And then oh, sure. um, after that, we got a little bit later. Uh, we sang a few Christmas carols with my dad. My sister, Suzanne, played the piano, which was nice. And then pumped out a few Christmas carols which my dad and Doreen both absolutely loved of course
1: of course yeah you you're talking about how much this was like a big deal to your dad to get
0: yeah yeah he was very tickled by it all for sure and then we headed home and we weren't sure if we were going to walk into like a shit show at home if everyone was going to be up and partying but they weren't it was pretty quiet so we came home and just had a quiet rest of the evening and then um yeah that was the gist of that part I'll let you tell your Christmas and then we can exchange New Year's stories as well.
1: Yeah, um, well, Christmas was all right. Uh, A bunch of people came over for brunch. So we did the, you know, morning Christmas gift exchange. Uh, Everyone seemed happy with what everyone got. So that was very nice. Um, And like like my grandfather, some family friends. uh, 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 My uncle and uh, my cousin came over for brunch and then. Yeah, a lovely meal. It was just like pretty much a chill day of just holiday stuff. Uh, took my took my mom's dogs to uh, the local dog park to let them run around with some friends, and I nice. don't know. All in all, it was a really, really, really good time. Did you guys have nice weather over Christmas? Yeah, I mean there was snow on the ground, but it was nothing. Yeah, pretty decent weather.
0: Nice. That's kind of what hindered a lot of our usual activities. Like we always go to different light things and stuff like that but it was so cold out here like minus 40 the entire time
1: yeah like for us it was just like constant like good weather i would say like i spent most of the time when i was in montreal just meeting up with buddies to take the dogs for like an hour hour and a half like let them just fucking run rampant it fun. <clears throat> that's fun we actually went to one other thing I left out
0: Um, Kieran's mom had a choir performance that they were doing. They usually do it every year in like a huge church somewhere, but yeah. this year because of COVID they couldn't do that. So they had, we went to an outside gazebo downtown and there was like 15 of them that sang. And mm. then we had notes for music for some of the songs as well. And it was like, so f- freezing fucking cold out, but just beautiful to like hear Christmas carols out in the weather like that too. It was kind of cool.
1: Yeah. That sounds lovely, actually.
0: Yeah, I like that kind of thing. It's fun
1: to squeeze in a few things, even when it's minus 40. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, So you have, like, uh, some New Year's adventures that you went on? Yeah, well, we
0: had a little get-together at at my house. Nothing too crazy. We kept within COVID restrictions, of course, Mm -hmm. and um, just partied our faces off. I sang songs, ate good food. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what to say. It was a good time. Lots of... Lots of good memories had, songs sung, played a bunch of pool,
1: darts,
0: you know, that kind of thing. Some of my buddies, Crystal's family was here and just kind of had a little New Year's throwdown.
1: Nice, man. Uh, I came back home to New Brunswick on the 27th, but then I had to like work six days straight. So I did absolutely nothing. I know that you texted me at like one in the morning wishing me a happy New Year and that you missed me by an hour. I had already been asleep for two nice yeah. <laughs> like that was it like I, I i don't know man like like when i got shit going on like i don't new year's is always like it's either amazing or it's a fucking bust but it's always like what agreed you so like i i knew that like i don't know many people here just yet like and also it was just like ah fuck it i'll just go get a good, good night's sleep and that's all i really wanted anyway i was just I sometimes know.
0: it's nice starting the new year off not feeling like shit
1: yeah, exactly. It was that was exactly my thing. I and mean, then like, yeah. I went, saw my cousin and my aunt, had a few drinks, and then uh, wished them all a happy New Year. And was home promptly by eleven, and then asleep by like eleven thirty. Nice. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm.
0: I enjoy both. Sometimes, like I, I'd say, it's every second or third year where I have a quiet one where I'm like in bed, don't even realize that I missed the New Year. Wake up the next morning, like, oh fuck, it was New Year's, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Fucking a yeah it's it's crazy um i do want to say i got your presents in the mail and uh i have not opened them i've been waiting for this moment to open these gifts but your rapping skills are unbelievable and i'm 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 kind of questioning calling a little suspect was this you or did you have help
0: I'm a very good rapper. I've always wrapped my own gifts because it's been years and years and years and years of it.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: uh, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Just wow. really good at wrapping. Presentation not- is like nice. It doesn't have to be perfect. I'm not always good. You have like the masterpieces while you're wrapping a lot of presents where you're like, damn, I did good with that one. But well, like this is like uh, now
1: that I have them here in front of me, it's kind of a shame to open it because it's so pristine. <laughs> <laughs> I've been having it by my coffee table for like two weeks now. And I'm just like, I don't know what it is. I haven't like shook it or anything. I just went, nah, I'm going to wait for Sean. This is going to be exciting. And then you got the salad spinner box I sent in the mail. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, Yeah, it's here. Okay. One question I have,
0: like, just while we're pre-present, question: Do you wait usually? Like, if you get given gifts, do you wait until Christmas morning to usually open them up? Are you like a stickler? Like, will you shake a present to try to figure out what it is, or do you just leave it?
1: No, I just leave it.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm. I made. I fucked up when I was seven years old. I will. There was a big present under the tree with my name on it, and so I fucking pulled up the side of the tape and looked at what it was. Maybe like seven days before christmas mm-hmm. and i fucking ruined my christmas because i felt so guilty i knew what i was getting it was just so ever since then i've been such a like secrecy when it comes like i will not shake a present i will lightly grab a ple- present place on tr- i don't want to fucking know what it is till christmas because
1: see where, where i am where i am bad at is keeping the secret of what i got somebody because mm. if i nail it I know it, and I'm just so fucking eager to share that moment with you. <laughs> that sorry. I don't give a shit. It's like December twenty third. No, opening this Christmas day. No, fuck you. Do it now, so I can see it on your face. But yeah,
0: no. I get that. That's funny. Yeah. I'm a yeah. It's a tough one. I like to wait. It's fun to have a pile of presents. I've also done the thing where you meet up with friends and family prior to Christmas and you open all your shit up, and then Christmas morning you don't have
1: anything to open, and yeah. that's like,
0: I wish I had a present. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no exactly so it's been nice like i am like i've had this you know very very nice card that you made for me uh, i didn't I make write... the card i didn't make the front of the card no that that's all crystal that's crystal she's the artist in the that's family. very impressive i was you could have lied to me and that's fine but good i for thought you. about it
0: i really thought about yeah. it but i was like i can't take credit for that
1: yeah card. so i'll let you open the salad spinner box because that's just a box i sent shit in i didn't get you a salad spinner that's good and because there's also a Card and stuff in there for you.
0: Opening solid spinner box. Did you wrap these yourself?
1: Yes, I did, and I'm very nice. So tell. It's
0: pristine.
1: Uh, I would I wouldn't call it that.
0: It looks really nice, and it's okay. nice wrapping paper. Thank you. A pile here and a card. Ooh, a card.
1: Okay, so first things first. Uh, when I opened the box so I could put the present, I was really banking on being wrapped, and thank God you did um however there's two things that opened in transport and you're a hilarious man so uh sean got me soup like these like gourmet like pre-packaged like all you got to do is add water soups and if you've ever been an avid listener of the podcast for a little while he knows like like fucking spot on the whole theme was like talk to me like you like what have you learned about me and all that stuff so that was a fucking nice touch so I, I like it's not here to open up but i had one of them already actually oh nice it's quite delicious i had the uh potato corn chowder and it was fucking yummy
0: nice yeah these soups are like highly toted by people i know who enjoy soup so hmm. it wasn't just a whim where i was like uh i was like i genuinely think he will enjoy these soups yeah
1: no so i'm excited so should we start with cards sure do you want me to read yours out loud you can okay
0: give everyone the full experience right
1: oh this is cute did you guys like make this
0: no we actually got them from uh like kind of a con a local artist in Edmonton made them and so we uh bought them from him I like to I like to support local artists and it's kind of like clever cards you get like a set of 15 of them I think for whatever and yeah
1: those of you who can't see this i'll take a picture of it put it on the instagram there but it's a tony stark with the helmet on holding a gift that peter got from it's all stuck with the spider webs because it's spider-man that's (laughs) fucking adorable
0: i thought you would enjoy that and i mean you got me an elf one so how fucking cool is that right
1: yeah well (laughs) i remember you talking about how much you like it so i'll read what you wrote first here sounds good uh to mr thomas sides very formal i hope you have a very merry christmas i hope you enjoy your presence it's been amazing getting to know you while doing the podcast i look forward to doing many more merry christmas love sean crystal cookie pluto and nan thank you very much that was a very like I'm, i really like this this is a keeper
0: yeah i figured you would say that that's what's great about you know some of the cards that you get they're just memory card. box cards yeah. you can put it up it's a it's fucking art Yeah,
1: no, I like that.
0: Shall I read my card? Yeah, if you want, yeah. Sounds good. It's first of all cool. It's a pop-up card. Gosh, only a cotton-headed ninny muggins would do something like that. Sean, it has been such a pleasure getting to know you this year. You have brought me joys and helped me accomplish a lifelong goal. I will forever be grateful. Merry Christmas to you and Crystal. Love, Tom Sides. Two Sides co-host. Oh, so formal. I like it.
1: Yeah, I like how there's like an ongoing theme with how we wrote our cards. Yeah, that's kind of funny. (laughs) Must be a sides thing. Yeah. So um I got two small things. I know that you have a small thing. Yes. So I'll do the two small things at once and you do your small thing. Sound good? Sounds good, buddy. All right.
0: We are opening presents for the audio listeners right now. You can hear paper tearing.
1: Hold on. So I got access. I haven't seen what that one is. And then
0: that's very interesting.
1: Yeah. All right, you want to go first?
0: Yeah, sure. So I got a little book of Edmonton Oilers stories from Gretzky to Messier, and McDavid to settle from 1972 to today. From Stanley Cup dynamics to years of frustration, this little book has it all for fans of the Edmonton Oilers. That's really neat. Yeah, a good little reader for sure.
1: I just figured something to keep in the bathroom or something nice and like nothing wrong and, with that. And looking you with your Oilers hat on now, it's fucking
0: yeah, pretty spot on in that sense for sure. Cool. So, I never-
1: Oh, buddy! So you got me the peppermint sage thing. Yeah, that, that okay. So those of you, uh, maybe we talked about it on the live podcast we did, or maybe we didn't. But so when Sean and I went strolling around West Edmonton Mall together, he gets you t- explain it better to me for me, please, Sean.
0: Basically, we were about to leave the mall, and I was like, "Have you ever heard of sage?" Because we walked by the sage store. You're like, no, I don't know what the fuck that is. Like, so you've never tried a peppermint roller. So it's basically like a peppermint roller that you roll on your neck. So we walked into the store and I was like, hey, can you guys still have samples given COVID? I didn't know if they did. And she was like, yeah, sure. And she juiced us up with peppermint, both of us. It's just a nice, like, self-care thing. There's kind of a theme to your Christmas gift, which is a little bit of self-care.
1: Yeah. No, oh, this, uh, this is amazing. This was a nice touch, and it has to do with the podcast, too, or, like, time we spent together. I think it was a very, very nice touch. Thank you Sweet. very much.
0: You're very welcome.
1: And then I have here two mystery Harry Potter ornaments. I'm very excited. I love a good mystery.
0: I thought they were cool. You love the Harry Potter, and it's, like, something for Christmas related. You know, you were talking on a podcast about how you would buy your significant other a Ornament of some kind, mm. and I was like, "I'm gonna get Thomas an ornament of some kind," and I got you two just because you never know what you're gonna get.
1: I'll so play the th- characters. One of them's Hagrid. Nice. That's, That's a adorable. good one. It's a very good one. I'm gonna keep these because next year I'm gonna do things right. I'm gonna get like a full tree. I'm gonna do it right. Nice. And then I'll see. Hard to open. You don't have
0: your pocket carry with you.
1: No, I'm not a tradesman like yourself. I, no,
0: I have my pocket carry here. If yeah. I carry
1: that to my work, I get a fucking stern talking to my security. <laughs> I don't uh, wear it to
0: work, but I have it sometimes when I'm out.
1: This one. Yo, you nailed it. Harry Potter. Oh, For
0: fuck. Harry that's Potter so and sick. Dude. That's a pretty good pairing. I was like, I hope it's not crappy because you can't tell before you buy. So I just use my psychic powers to pick out two because there was like 15 of them to choose from
1: these are very nice thank you very much these are gonna forever be on
0: the trees awesome yeah your next joke your next present's kind of like funny and it goes with part of your other present so hopefully it's something that uh i don't know what holds
1: up is this one right yeah perfect i'm excited all right it's a shame to ruin this wrapping but it needs to be done
0: I know you don't love that movie, but it's still fucking awesome. I know, wrapping. I I,
1: I got a kick out of that wrapping paper. It so was good. kind
0: of like a side joke, too, to fuck with you a little oh! bit. Of-
1: <laughs> you got me a grilled cheese sandwich, maker?
0: So that's supposed to go with the soup, so you can have soup and sandwiches because it's kind of a comfort gift. You get a little bit of Harry Potter, you get a little soup and sandwich for my Tommy, and you can put some peppermint on while you eat it.
1: Dude, this is amazing.
0: <laughs> Thank you. you. You don't have one, do you? No, not at all. Oh, sweet. Those things are the bomb because you can make any kind of sandwich pressed in it. And nice. they're fucking awesome.
1: Oh, this is amazing. Thank you so much.
0: No worries. It was kind of a funny thing to ship because it's like huge.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that's cool. Skellig
1: <laughs> Yeah. Well, like, you, you were talking about it on the other podcast about how like you couldn't justify buying your own He-Man toy because all the new toys look amazing. Yeah, so, I did
0: say that. That's a displayer for sure. That's so Yeah, good.
1: and so I could justify it.
0: Fuck yeah. And it even comes with the He-Man power sword, which is cool, because he yeah. took it from He-Man at that point in the story. That's sweet, man. Thank you. Very thoughtful gifts.
1: Yeah, well done.
0: How do you feel? Was it a success, our first ever two-sided gift?
1: So. I'm really saying, man. Like, this is... Like, I'm happy. I'm going to... like. If I wasn't making a roast for dinner, I'd be making myself some sandwiches. That, that's, <laughs> can... that's awesome. I'm yeah, excited to have this. At first I was like, this is a toolkit? No, this is like a sandwich press. That's awesome.
0: It's kind of, like I said, a whole comfort gift. Because like, that peppermint shit's supposed to like relax you and get rid of headaches a little bit. And it smells yeah. nice. And then I was like, this motherfucker loves his soup and sandwiches. It's Like you said, it's one of your top meals, right? So- oh
1: yeah, 100%. I do love I fucking love soup and sandwiches. It's one of the it, it's the best. Yeah. And like this is a very thoughtful gift. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And I'm abuse yeah, no abuseless. Uh, you abuse it. Yeah. Thank they you.
0: last a while, which is nice. Don't nice. get that shit in your eyes though. I'll tell you that much. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, no, there's solo tip. Thank you very much, Sean. Yeah.
0: Been there, yeah. done that, did not enjoy it.
1: Yeah. No, for sure. Well, yeah, I hope you like that. Like a a nice little like very like cool. Going very thoughtful i interested to read talk. the book yeah it's
0: inter- It's nothing too cool. big
1: and like i'm sure you get some fun little oilers facts that you can get in there and then it's funny
0: too because like the skele i picked up a few times at uh stores and held it and was like yeah.
1: no not today sean and put it back
0: <laughs> so it's funny to end up with it in my collection now to be like
1: <laughs> yeah i'm fucking stoked and like again like the card is like a nice piece of our like artwork and then i'm very pleased with how you did all of this thank you very Good. much
0: yeah no worries i feel like we nailed it it's a first go and we kind of did it like a little last minute yes yeah. year upcoming we'll have more time to plan we'll like by halloween we'll have our idea down maybe our theme uh, or something like that
1: yeah i think that's true like we was kind of like a trial by fire kind of thing but i don't know man i think we. i'm really happy with the result of this Good and and uh, I hope you enjoy your Skeggon and Euler uh, Euler stories.
0: Yeah, definitely do. Yeah. Good. And it's something you can share
1: with your dad because you can like produce the book and be like, Dad, did you know that Wayne grassy Blah 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 blah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool stuff. Yeah, man very good it's funny
0: like this is our first like christmas together as co-hosts and cousins in ways too you know what i mean like we're more involved than we've ever been in our lives with each other before so it's cool to have this and
1: yeah this is uh, back to it yeah no this is nice and like i don't know like i'm gonna be grilling sandwiches one day and i'll be like where'd you get that sandwich from my cousin sean got it for me it's great definitely
0: and everyone when they come over is gonna see the skeleton on display and be like, that's fucking sweet. Where'd you get that? I'm like, my, my cousin Thomas got me that. Yeah. Very cool. I know what
1: I I I got pretty lucky with Christmas, like my friends, like the friends of mine that got me gifts. So um my buddy Addy, who I have a listener to the podcast. Uh so he's gonna enjoy this part. I, I only got presents for his kids this year, but like they were dope gifts. So I got as like his his son is my godfather uh, my godson so yeah. i got him a tickle me elmo and then his daughter who's like i'm not her godfather but like you know like i i'm uncle tom to her so for sure so i got her uh peekaboo cookie monster so like nice little toys that they can interchange play with and it's in like the same genre right so it's classics like, too yeah classic i didn't even know they still made a tickle me elmo like as soon as i saw it i was just like i feel like i have to buy this because like eventually like they're gonna not do these things anymore
0: yeah for sure
1: but he was nice enough like him and his wife so the him and his wife put together like a nice little frame picture of the kids for me to hang up in my new place and then um like help like like the kids made the frame but i think it was like like you know how it goes like
0: yeah oh yeah there's assistance participation medals you know
1: yeah 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 Like the kids (laughs) helped so I got that, which is lovely. And then um, because of, like, my infatuation with, like, the Power Rangers or all things like Pulp Culture around Thomas, he got me uh, the Tommy the Power Ranger in the white uniform action figure, which that's I thought sweet. was fucking dope. That was a great gift because, like, that's something, like, I've been looking for. I haven't been able to find at, like, any of the stores I've been going to. Like, every single time I peek into Toys R Us, I'm like, is today the day that Tommy's fucking hanging up on the shelf? No, it's not. And then uh, my buddy, Marty, who uh, he got me a Chris Farley book, like the biography of Chris Farley, which, as you know, from like listening to this podcast, I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. But also got me a Peter Venkman action figure. So Bill Murray, uh, like from like the the 80s version of Bill Murray, like that's awesome. So I got my favorite ghostbuster, my favorite power Ranger, in fucking action figure form. And it's just like cool things to just have on display that I'm going to put up in the apartment somewhere. Yeah. You're
0: starting to get a cool little collection going, which is nice.
1: Yeah, man. I was really, I was really happy to get those. Nice. Yeah. Got, Super awesome. Yeah, I got pretty lucky.
0: It's nice having good people who think of you, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And it was like nice. Cause like, like they know me enough to do something like that. Not, not like, not to say that my family didn't give me great gifts. I got great no, care, no, no. Uh, for my family. Um, some nice new jeans that I'm rocking right now. Uh, you know, I got a um, a nice bottle of rum. Nice. That didn't last that long.
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Uh, it's funny.
0: I got jeans too. Jean got me jeans. I don't nice. know if it was because of her name, but it's always nice to have. Oh. And Uncle John got me this hat that I'm wearing.
1: Nice. I thought it, was, it looked new.
0: Yeah, it's fancy. Um, Crystal got me like a sweet new lunch kit for for work. Starting my new job next year and new uh boots nice boots for shoveling snow and like a little self-care kit
1: oh you kind of just fucking scooted right over that new job yeah
0: so i i don't know i like i can't remember what i talked about on the podcast exactly but i went for the uh, position that's one step up from my position so i was a crew lead before and now i'm gonna be moving into the new year being the production supervisor Nice, that's kind of cool
1: nice so more power a lot more authority something
0: like that yeah Yeah. it's a new it's a new role it's a little bit like more tools hands off which is nice too like transitioning into the future it'll be a good opportunity to like get some new skills and you know be in charge of more people instead of like 20 people more like 75 people yeah so it's interesting to like move into that situation right
1: well it's exciting man congratulations thank you so cool new things happening for you in the new year
0: yeah, I was supposed to start the new position on the third, but because it was minus 40 this entire fucking week, mm-hmm. um, week past here, I ended up getting the phone call that we're not starting back until the 10th. So I got an extra week of vacation to like kind of unwind and stuff like that. So that's awesome. As you know, I, I didn't wasn't sure if I was gonna talk about it on the podcast or not, but like during my stepmom uh, has been having a lot of problems with her COPD and ended up in the hospital. And they gave her some not bad news about, you know, the longevity possibly of her life at this point. So mm-hmm. it was kind of a rocky Monday, Tuesday to like kind of adjust to hearing that kind of information and you know tried to be there for my dad and yeah. stuff like that. And for her, obviously. So it's she's back home now, which is nice. It's still on oxygen, obviously not like doing yeah. horrible at this point, but it's been a tough week for sure. I'm glad that I had those extra days off to like cope and get life in order, you know.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a weird thing because I I like I heard from Uncle Sparky who reached out because I was gonna like because i I haven't heard anything like i knew doreen wasn't well but i didn't know how unwell she was Mm -hmm. um and like yeah no like uh, as i was saying to you yesterday like again if you need anything or just a place to vent or anything like that you know you you know we can do it when the microphones aren't on and all that and my thoughts are with your family with um doreen and your dad and just all of all of your siblings on both sides of uh, yeah
0: thanks man it's tough for sure like yeah Doreen's our mom you know she's the matriarch of our sides chapter family you know what I mean and she's always been like a phenomenal support system to me and like I as I've told you I grew up without a mom so I've had Doreen step in from the time I was 17 to now 37 going on 38 this year. She's been there for the last 20 years for me in that capacity, you know, and it's funny, like I was saying to my dad, whenever something is, I need to accomplish a task. My mind never goes to what would my mom do? My mind always goes to what would Doreen do? You know what I mean? And that's just a testament to how amazing of a lady she is and how much she's impacted my life. You know what I mean?
1: And my, my few like, encounters with her she's always been so kind um yeah. amazing amazing baker And i love
0: how direct doreen is too she's just i was so just about to say she's blunt. a
1: fucking spitfire yeah <laughs> i was gonna just put that out there like doreen is a little bit like i remember i think it was you me crystal doreen and your dad having dinner and then <laughs> doreen's just like so thomas what do you think about this like i don't remember it up on the podcast because i don't want those emails but no, like, no,
0: I want to bring it up because it was really funny because she was just asking, her, she was like, Thomas, what do you think of this whole trans situation? Yeah. Out of nowhere, like yeah. not having met you to me to just straight up like, so what do you think about like the trans community? And you're like, uh like, I haven't know, even if it makes people happy to live their lives, live their true selves, then that's... And she's like, yeah, you know, that makes sense and just wanted to discuss, like, a hot topic for no reason. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it was just like, Jesus Christ, Irene, how about, can we start with appetizers first here? Or I what? don't
0: think we ever, like, had that talk afterwards of, like, holy fuck, like, just straight to the fucking juice. Let's see yeah. what he thinks. Let's see what kind of person he is.
1: Oh, she was just like, you well, know what? Let's give a, give a shot. And, like, I was just like, all right, like... Uh, like And it went like deeper into like, should government be involved in the surgery process? And I want (laughs) to, like, first and foremost, I'm like the least educated person probably at the (laughs) table. So, like, let's take whatever thoughts and feelings I have with a grain of salt. And then, of course. And then I remember like getting into a debate with Crystal over it on the other side. I'm just like, ah, (laughs) like, hey guys, we're all meeting here for the first time. Please don't. But yeah, no, Doreen's a bit of a spitfire. And like... oh yeah, she's got that
0: French fire in her that oh. her and my dad like are so funny together because they're perfect for each other, but they're both so stubborn. Mm-hmm. So when they fight, like holy shit, do they fight? But they're just they love each other and they're like yeah. the perfect match because they handle each other, right? It's just funny how yeah. that works. It's like
1: a perfect partnership for them.
0: Yeah, no, it's it is what it is. We're like, we don't know what. The situation's gonna be like moving forward. All we can yeah. do is you know be a family and be together. Do what we can, right?
1: Yeah, man. As someone that's lost a parent, like I mean, the only thing you can do is just get all the time you can. Like exactly. You know, just be there where you can and do what just do what you can. Because oh, for sure. Like, like the one, like there's one little acceptance. If it wasn't, if it's not now, it's it's inevitable, right? Like oh yeah. The the only thing that's certain is. That death and taxes, like that's the only like two percent in life. So
0: life's a long and windy road, and it's funny mm-hmm. like the way life throws things at you. I'm, I, you know, I don't believe in like horoscopes and shit like that, but I always think back to the fact that I'm a Libra in my own personal life and look at balance. And mm-hmm. it's so funny sometimes how like you'll have these amazing things happen, these horrible things happen, these amazing things happen, these horrible things happen, and like that's why I say life's a long and windy road because you might be going in the best drive of your fucking life and then all of a sudden you take a hard left and you're like what the fuck is happening like how did yeah. it come to this you know what i mean oh
1: 100 buddy it's um yeah and it, it, you're gonna go through some real character growing stuff right now and uh, not the the best thing you can do is just be there for your dad and uh, oh yeah if you and the family need anything you just you know Oh, of course. One step
0: at a time, one day at a time. That's how it is.
1: Yeah. Lots of
0: good things in life always, whenever there is unfortunate things as well as the funny part.
1: You don't mind my asking, how's everyone dealing with the news?
0: Well, I think everyone's appreciative of the fact that it, you know, you still have time. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Like it's like two summers ago, my oldest uh, stepsister, Suzanne, she lost her son, Kevin, um, he passed away at age 21 mm-hmm. and so she was like fucking heartbroken never got a chance to say goodbye you know what right. I mean and so like I talked to her personally about this too and you know she said like you know every anything can change people can always like prove doctors wrong and get better but if they don't then at the same time like you still have time you can mm-hmm. s- leave nothing unsaid, you know what I mean? And I try not to leave anything unsaid. I tell people I love them. I, you know, always try to make sure that people know where I stand with them so that I don't leave anything unsaid. But it's just one of those things, like Suzanne said, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to my son. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, when you have a chance to, like, be there and it's different. You know, it's life sucks sometimes, but it's also wonderful. And the people that impact us in positive ways, they never like their influence never leaves regardless of where they're at in life or alive or not alive or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's, it's tough. Everyone's, pulling together as a family I guess is the best way to put it you know Mm -hmm. nothing's written in stone Doreen could still have years to come for all we know like she's improved drastically over the last couple days but like when you get given a prognosis of like five months to a year that's pretty fucking scary you know what I mean and it's shocking everyone because you always think you have tomorrow you have more time to do these things in life but when you hear numbers that a doctor is laying down to you it's fucking scary you know
1: Mm -hmm. no i uh, i agree with you man like
0: i said i was happy that i had this week off because it gave me a couple days to like get my shit together we went and saw my dad and fed him some food and you know just made sure he was okay he was fine too you know he's my dad's the ultimate optimist which is nice you know he was always trying to like look on the positive side of things and Mm -hmm. he's just gonna do his best you know as he Mm -hmm. always does in life
1: and like one thing that you can always look at is the fact that he got time to be with like a great partner in life too hundred like, percent like, you can take the like the time for both of them to reflect on how lucky they were that they found each other because they weren't each other's first round draft pick, you know what I mean? No, it wasn't like for sure, it was a, a, a match made in heaven and came later in life and it, it was and it works like you you spend five minutes in that house with your, your dad and Doreen, and you can tell that that is a beautiful partnership.
0: Oh, for sure. That's what we all want out of life, you know, is love and happiness and what do you do you know it's it's tough to think about those kind of things that we we seldom think about our own mortality in lives and the mortality of those closest to us but it's just the reality that life is Mm
1: -hmm.
0: life we live and we die and that's that
1: yeah yeah i again like uh thoughts thoughts and i don't say prayers because i don't do it so I no me neither
0: i always say positive vibes yeah, healing yeah. vibes that kind of i don't about. know I just
1: I, like i don't know man i just I, I my heart goes out to you and the family that like yeah that's like the most honest i can be about this is that my i i feel for you guys and yeah like, for sure I, we'll it's, make nice it to know, it's nice to know that other members of the family are pulling through like 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 sparky's the one that told me and that's when i like kind of like reached out to you going like yeah all right man well i'm i'm hearing this how are you
0: Yeah, for sure. I appreciated that too. That's nice too. Like I was over at my dad's the other day and, you know, he was texting with his brothers and stuff like that, which is super nice to see that they're having that relationship. He actually phoned our uncle Roddy. So my dad's next oldest brother while I was there and he was on speakerphone with him. And that was the first time I've ever heard
1: Roddy's voice. What do you sound like?
0: Uh, Male, a little old, little rough around the edges, <laughs> pretty like similar. Not, I wouldn't like. He didn't have the same tone as my dad. I'd say he sounded like similarly to, I don't know, like aspects of my grandpa Ken were in his like vernacular. I felt like, okay. but he was just seemed like a nice enough guy. You know, he was just saying a weird all things. Isn't that a weird sentence well. to
1: say though? What's that? Isn't that a weird sentence? Like, what does he sound like? I just, I because I have yeah. no idea.
0: No, and that's right. what's that was trippy about it. I was sitting there while he was talking. And I was like, "Fuck, this is the first time I've heard his voice in my life." And it's my dad's like oldest next brother, yeah. you know what I mean? Which is fucking funny.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. But One day no, I'll meet him. I'm glad like the brothers are, you know, chiming in and yeah, for sure, being like tr- being supportive and what have you.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's funny like when you start out in your life in a family unit when we grow out of our family unit we are born into we then start to make our own family units you know Mm -hmm. and then you can lose contact you can lose touch with your previous family unit but it's still they know you a side of you that no one else does because that's who you were during that time period you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's funny like all six boys on like not including your dad and uncle Mike because they lived in with Bernie, but those six boys grew up together in the house and have like mm-hmm. a childhood together, good or bad. They still have all those memories and knowing each other. Right. Which is yeah. funny to think that like uncles I've never met or have met very seldom know a completely different side of my dad than what I know. Cause he's mm-hmm. my dad. And you know what, it's just funny when different flashes of your life, different people know you. Right.
1: Yeah. No, I, uh, no, I get that. It's it's a very, no, it's, it's a weird, it's an odd thing, right?
0: Yeah. It's weird how chapters close and chapters open. It's like if you're reading a book, you know, sometimes things you, re- you learn or read in chapters one and two, then get referenced in chapters 19 and 35 or something. You know what I mean? It's mm. life is like a book that we write and the choices that we make and the people that we interact with and stuff like that. So it's interesting to see past and hearing perspectives of those people, right?
1: No, exactly, exactly. Uh, Fuck, man. Yeah, it's been this is a bit of a heavy podcast. We went from so joyous and having presents, and now here we are.
0: Yeah, well, (laughs) let's switch gears again. So, um, I don't think we talked about it on air, but I watched Shang Chi finally.
1: How'd you like it?
0: Really good. You know what? Like, I super, super miss that genre. And it's like the Kung Fu fighting, like, example, all the Jackie Chan movies. I fucking love those movies when I was a kid, like t- a Bronx tale. And, uh, even the rush hour movies were fen- phenomenal. I haven't seen like a really amazing star come with the Kung Fu aspect in a lot of years. I hadn't watched a movie like that in a lot of years and it was just fun, really good movie. I enjoyed the shit out of it.
1: No, hundred percent. Um, no, it makes me, yeah, it makes me miss the Kung Fu genre of, of the movies too. um, it's funny you mentioned Jackie Chan because like there's a recent report saying the director of Shang-Chi too would like to have Jackie Chan in the sequel, <laughs> be in some like in some role or another. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and like what I'm liking is there's gonna be this new style of Avengers coming up where I can't predict where it's going.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh I'm excited about it, and I always like those like Black Panther doesn't necessarily fit in with the other Avengers in the sense of like he came in late he's like he's not local to the United States he's like you know like it's all this and it comes with like a different lore and he has powers but it comes from like it's all these things and that like that's one of the most intriguing movies that came out that year like yeah, uh, and like it goes like there's so much to do with what we can do like there's so much we can do with this
0: for sure. It's so a, many stories to tell in a million different directions yeah. Whatever they want, right? Yeah, and, and the worlds.
1: And, and it's also exciting, like Shang-Chi is not a character I'm familiar with. So I am on board with whatever Marvel's going to put out there. That's what I liked about Guardians of the Galaxy. I knew none of them. And yeah. then they came out and I was like, this is a fucking fun time.
0: For sure. No, it's fun to see um, the directions that they're taking and like I just can't get over how spoiled we are these days. Like all we had when I was a kid was just horrible garbage. Like no offense to what was made then. Cause it was better than nothing. But now it's like, you can't watch it all. You can't watch everything DC, everything Marvel, everything alternative comic book related. You're going to miss some of it and have to catch up on it later. Cause there's so much content.
1: And this and this is like, this was amazing in the sense that, um, like, it was so Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, there was, like, it just gave you so much. Uh, I'm wondering for like, there was always one character, Dragon, I always knew in the comic books of Fing Fang Foom, and I know that we saw dragons, I just didn't know, like, I was, I just know it's not Fing Fang Foom, and I was hoping we would get somewhere into that area, but I, right. I'm honestly, like, I enjoyed the hell of that movie. I think I got to give it another watch sometime soon.
0: For sure. There's a lot less, I've noticed, like, in recent years there's a lot less strictly martial arts based movies it seems mm-hmm. like and that was like a nice throwback to that style of fighting and right all that right
1: yeah it was like it would kind of remind you of like enter the dragon or stuff like that like yeah like uh, and the the choreography the fighting choreography was m- amazing and it mean, was fun
0: like it I, reminded me of Jackie Chan fight like all the yeah. wicked little things he do jumping through like the amazing stunts it just reminded me of that era and I didn't realize I missed it until I watched it and I was like fuck yeah like I owned every jet lee movie I owned every Jackie Chan movie yeah. at one point do you think it's
1: like at one point or another we just forgot about the kung fu genre and just like i wonder if
0: the popularity of the ufc kind of had something to do with that because all those guys are like mma fuck all the traditional martial arts and it's i think that's part of it
1: yeah no i i will say that i was quite the watch and i also like how it brought in all these like weird characters so we got to see that the bad guy from the edward norton hulk movie like he came back as a in that little fight scene with wong uh yeah Can't I can't remember what his name was. I want to say Oblivion, but that's not it. It's something like that. Anyway, like and that's cool to see. And then uh and then that character is gonna be coming back in the She-Hulk series. And then, like, there's this new thing of like the 10 rings aren't of Earth, but like they don't seem to be of space either. So what the fuck are they? Like, how are they here? So, like you go into that post-credit scenes where uh, you got Bruce Banner, who's not the Hulk anymore. Like, can we talk about that? Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck's going on? Can someone clear that up for me? When did he, when did he go back to, like, I like he's still in a sling, so he's still healing from uh, the snap. But, like, yeah. how is he not in Professor Hulk? Like, how is that not a thing? And then Captain Marvel and Wong and I don't know. It's a very interesting to see what, like, what what are we in store for next?
0: Yeah, no, that's very interesting. And I'm sure we're gonna find out. It'll be a fun ride.
1: Yeah, and it's gonna take another 10 years, but we'll get there.
0: Oh yeah. And then there'll be like something getting canceled and postponed, and we'll be like, yeah. fuck.
1: So when I got to Quebec, they that day they put down like a whole bunch of restrictions. So like I was like so I was like, all right, I want to go to Quebec. I'm going to go see, I want to go to the IMAX theater. I'm going to see Spider Man. And I go and I sat down at a bar with my buddy and then I watched the restrictions happen. No cinemas, no bars, no gyms. Hey, Thomas, <laughs> fuck your plans. You're not going to go see it. So I was like, fuck, I really want to see Spider Man. Like, it's fucking Spider Man. Like, I've been waiting for this movie forever. And then I wanted to see Matrix 4. And then, fuck. So the first day, like, literally, I landed. Dropped off my suitcases and then went to the local movie theater and I went and saw uh, Spider-Man. No Way Home. Fucking like it it was now that is my favorite movie. I can't wait to own it. I want to watch it over and over and over again. It is a beautiful story. Hmm. It made you fall, re-fall in love with older characters. It makes you it excites you cuz there's there's it's so open ended now you don't know what's gonna like you don't know what's gonna like that's what i like about the mcu right now i cannot go oh, this is the route they're going and i know exactly where they're going i have no fucking clue what they're doing right now nice. and if you need a cry if you need to feel some things go and see this cuz this is going to make you feel things Hmm. like i really think that you should get out of the house take crystal take your dad go to the local theater like when i saw it i I saw it with my aunt which i found fitting because like peter and aunt may kind of thing that's cute yeah yeah and so it was like a nice little thing that i got to do and i just saw that yeah
0: interesting yeah i would like to see it i've heard enough spoilers now where i'm like god damn you internet but i I dodged them
1: like the plague i was so good like Everything was a surprise for me. Like even like like the villains that we did like know were coming in. Like the if I had uh, if I'm gonna nitpick if I'm gonna nitpick one thing, yeah, I didn't like that none of the villains were a Tom Holland villain.
0: That's fair.
1: Like you saw the trailers, so you have a good idea of what villains. are Yeah, were yeah, about. yeah.
0: A lot but of the like, throwbacks.
1: Yeah, a lot of them were throwback. But I was hoping to be like, and here's Mysterio. Or, yeah. and here's Vulture. Or we, we've we also hinted at like five other villains in the Spider-Man universe. Here's one of them. Yeah, for like, sure. Here's Shocker for no reason. Or here's <laughs> Scorpion. You know what I mean? Like,
0: Yeah, I know what you're saying. So,
1: so, so that's stuff that I wanted, but I do really recommend I, go see it on a big screen. Yeah, if, I'll if do you, my best. If you do anything with your time, I say take your dad. see what i can
0: do yeah
1: that's uh, that's the thing i would would, and that was the thing that i wish i could have done i wish i could have taken my dad to see that because that was a thing like i remember him taking me to see the first spider-man when i was a kid and now seeing like where they are now i wish that i could have that moment of look look what they're doing dad isn't this amazing
0: yeah for sure i know what you mean
1: yeah so like it, it, it it so it was great and then I also had the good fortune of seeing, finally seeing Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, nice. Um, I really liked it. I, well done. Yeah. I, I you know, what? it was fun. It was fun. Uh, yeah. That's it, what it, I
0: expect from it is it, like fun.
1: It was, uh, I'm intrigued. I want to know where it's going to go. I want, like, I want, because I want more. Yeah. Uh, it was a beautiful story the the ending is just gonna make you feel things like it's just gonna it, it, it was what the old woman ghostbuster movie should have been fair enough so the, passing
0: I, of the torch the right way
1: yeah it was just like you're gonna fall in love with these kids that just kind of follow into it and there's these like tributes to Harold Ramis that i think would make him happy there's it was a i well done jason reitman yeah i think he did a good job and like i just watched it last night i kind of want to watch it again so because yeah. like, i bought it on apple i was like fuck it, this isn't a rental this is a i'm gonna own this forever i want to like, i kind of want to watch one two and now afterlife and then go with how i feel about it nice that's sweet yeah that's where i'm at with
0: that yeah, I didn't uh, watch much new movies. Like I said, I caught up on, um, finished Hawkeye and finished uh, Black Widow and then made it to Shang-Chi. Yeah. So I feel like accomplished in what I got caught up on, but it's just, like I said earlier, it's just so much to watch. I mm-hmm. got
1: Have you started the book of Bubba Fett? No, no. You? I did, and um, I, I love it.
0: So is this pre- um like star wars movie appearance
1: no this is after this like this is after he, he uh like this is after return of the jedi
0: okay cool i've always been curious because i like he's got this like um following of fans from his scene in the movie where he like shows up and they're like okay you're dead bye and yeah. I, was so, I was like, why the fuck do people give a well, shit
1: about Technically, he's in all three of the original movies. Yeah. Like, he's he's with Jabba the Hutt when uh, uh, Han Solo is about to, like, load the Millennium Falcon with Luke and, uh Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Like there's that scene before Jabba the Hutt was a slog monster. He was actually, like, a man. But yeah. George didn't want that. So there was, like, the, there was a technology issue that they didn't have. Right. But then, uh, so they cut that scene originally. And then, like when they did the special editions, then they put that scene back. So you see Boba Fett in the first one uh, in episode four. You see him again in episode five rather promptly because he's like, he's no good to me, dead. Like, you know, going full bounty hunter. And then he doesn't even have a line in Return of the Jedi. He just kind of nods at the other bounty hunter, just like, our game respects game kind of thing. Yeah. But, but but like where this is going, I'm very intrigued with like what's about to happen and you get a lot of answers to questions like how did he survive the Sarlacc bit? and like sweet I like enjoyed
0: what? Um, Mandalorian. I watched the first season of that. It was really good.
1: You gotta get on the second season of that. Yeah.
0: I haven't caught up on it. I think I maybe watched one episode of season two, but I have some Star Wars binging to do for sure.
1: Well, speaking of Star Wars binging, and I think this is where I want to bring on the guys from the Star Wars podcast, um, because I just rewatched all 11 movies.
0: Wow, that's a commitment.
1: Like, I was, yeah, I had, like, I'll be between time off and the holidays. I was like, I, that's, I was, that's like a thing I do once a year uh, during the holiday time when you get some downtime, is I'll I'll rewatch the series. Nice. And I think the first six... Like they did a really good job of storytelling. For sure. And seven eight, and nine go off the rails. Um. So I would love to get the guys from Star Wars, Star Wars, and then I would love it. So if you want to rewatch some of the Star Wars movies, maybe we can get us all together and have like a breakdown of what's amazing of the Star Wars movies, what's a bit of a letdown when we came later. What would what would we have changed? Like what like what we wish would have happened. Yeah, I know certain things you. are out of our control i mean when carrie fisher died that was a huge loss to the storytelling and all that for sure but but there's like like the fact that we got robbed of a a scene with han luke and leia and like i don't understand how the first order is even a fucking thing even though they took down the empire like I, uh, what happened like i just i don't understand what happened and there, there, there's just so many gaps like at least one two and three informs four five and six and then yeah. like rogue one is a great story just so you can be like no no, no this is like what this is why this happened and i wonder
0: then, like if it exists because we always say like four five and six were set and he wrote it as a nine-part story where the fuck is that story and is it anything like was there a point to this
1: i I think there is like i really do think there is but did Uh, they
0: follow any of it or was it just too much that they wanted to do because they had to try to keep it relevant today like i don't know it's the same thing that happened like with any genre when they try to reboot it years later and tell a story that was told like originally in the 70s it can be tough to like recoup that i thought yeah. they were good i enjoyed all the new star wars movies they're good
1: as individual movies but when you're yeah. looking at it as like a story being told it's a clunky fucking story
0: for sure well and-, and that's the thing with star wars is that it's not like intellectually based it's action based more so you know like that was all always the point of star wars is it's like a space action movie so it's not it doesn't have to have like a, a Deep threaded accurate story that no no but
1: you. this is where this is where I disagree with you. This is exactly why it does have it has a deep threaded, very well thought out storyline. When right. you put in a religious order of warriors and you go uh an abandoned son, uh, uh an evil overlord, and then you find out that they're related and it's just like one family fucking up the galaxy for everybody, like like there's a lot to unpack there.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean.
1: How they get the the droids involved. And then just like all of this stuff. It's honestly episodes one, two, three, rogue one, four, five, and six is excellent storytelling. It's like just like storytelling.
0: It all makes sense together. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I'm pretty sure there's stuff like I should really get into the Clone Wars, which I, I try to do, but I just you know, like eventually, I just get bored of that. I, I, I haven't committed, but like, there's information in that that informs the original prequels that would be dope if I had. Because like, one of my big things is in Revenge of the Sith. It's just like, so General Grievous just shows up. Like, I'm supposed to give a shit about this guy.
0: Yeah. Whereas other fans are like, oh my god, yeah, from having watched that, and that's the tough part about all the side lore of any show, yeah. If, if you need that piece for that to make sense, it can be detrimental to the whole story,
1: yeah. So, I guess, like, my Star Wars fandom isn't as big as I guess when we talk to the guys, I'm like, I'll, I'll reach out to them, and like, so this month make it a mission to rewatch the star wars series because i would like to have this discussion of with you and with uh, like like minded people going like like can we agree on like this or can like like this was dope like i what i what i wanted out of like the prequel the the sequels i wanted this out of it like well we Mm -hmm. didn't get that like so you know like i would be very intrigued so like I'm going to put this out here on the ether. Now, this will probably be the clip that I put out. It's just, hey, guys from the Star Wars podcast, we'd love to have you on just to break down all 11 movies, how we feel about them, uh, what you would do differently, what you really liked about them. uh, What are your what's your order of interest? We should Give like
0: like a, a exact point of like, what would you do differently? Or something. That way everyone has the same point to talk on. But I know what you're saying for sure. Mm -hmm. It's a fucking commitment to watch all those movies. It's a lot of fucking movies.
1: Dude, I did it, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't get that kind of a block of free time. Because eleven. it's 11 movies. Is that right? Yeah, Times three. So 33 hours you need. That's a long fucking time.
1: (laughs) You can do one movie a night. Just for 11 days. Three
0: hours a night? Do you have three hours a night to watch a movie? I don't. That's a crazy amount of time.
1: Well, they're not all three hours. You're, you're over, I think you're overestimating your time.
0: Yeah, I am just to be safe, but it's definitely a great idea for an upcoming podcast. Yeah. I just need time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I, I like, yeah. just found
0: out 33 hours movies, John. It's too week. Yeah, me. Come on, man. What Let's else stop. are you going
1: to do? Just, <laughs> just like download it on your phone on your lunch break? Just Life start would be so up.
0: much fucking easier if we didn't have to work jobs to make money, if we could just have an estate and live, you know, one day. Hey, two sides of the story fans, start telling your friends about us so that we can just fucking do this for a living. Yeah, that'd be our whole our whole life would then just become preparing for next week's episode,
1: and we could just watch shit all the time. Exactly, and um, also we just hit three hundred followers, so like that's (laughs) like, I mean, we're well on our way. That's three hundred people that follow our fucking nonsense all the time. Yeah,
0: nothing wrong with that. That's for sure. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks to those people. That's for sure. Hey, uh, I don't know if you noticed, we have cue the um, email jingle but did you notice we had a message from Addy on Instagram Uh, I didn't no it's a long one I'll read it out to you
1: please do so cue the music now two sides to every email two sides to everyone two sides to every email settle in let's get it
0: done so it was sent Monday Hey, Sean. Sir Flappy Jack. Happy New Year's, guys. I just finished episode 37. Great episode. Not just because you said my name, but it does always help. Sean, I'm happy to hear you are such a Christmas fanatic like myself. One of my favorite things to do around this time of year is take my daughter for drives at night and see all the Christmas decorations people put up. She gets a real kick out of all the Christmas lights through a child's eyes. It's like magic. Can't agree more. And then a second follow-up message. Flappity Jack. I really like the story of how you welcome Marty into your home for Christmas. A lot of people wouldn't have done such a nice thing, which got me thinking, do you think you got your generosity from the way you were raised or is it something you've always had? You and Sean both sound like nice people, which could prove that the side sides people are just naturally good. I personally have always believed it nurture, not nature. Like if Lex Luthor was raised by Alfred and not by his father, Lionel, could he have become like Batman or was he, he just or sorry was he destined to be evil great show guys love the new jingle
1: that's awesome i didn't even see this uh, Yeah, you must have opened it up before i did, I did
0: yeah i wasn't yeah. sure if you would have seen it or not but yeah. yeah i saw it read it
1: um yeah uh i think it has to do a lot with nurture like my parents are good like welcoming people and I, that's where i that has to be where i got it from but i guess like it's also like you know you see a friend that is alone on a holiday or something you open that door to that person like that's for sure i don't know i i know addy quite well he's also the kind of guy that if he knew that if anyone was alone he would open up the door for them on the holiday and yeah he, he's very accurate he's he is just as much a christmas fanatic as you are sean it is
0: Sounds like a fantastic human being. I love yeah. that he threw back to the flapjack, too. We've kind of gotten away from that lately, and <laughs> it is your official nickname, so we should once in a while bring that up again. I appreciate that part of it, too. Thanks, Addy. Yeah. <laughs> this is an Addy-heavy podcast this yeah. one time That's well,
1: probably should be the title of this, like an Addy-heavy podcast.
0: Yeah, something like that. Oh, will lose his mind
1: <laughs> over it. <laughs> Was like hilarious. when I saw when I saw him over the holidays, he was just like just so you know, like I'm like two episodes behind. And then he texted me going like, uh, you know how we were talking on the Uncle John podcast about uh, if you got me too, would someone do it with me? And yeah. he, he was texting me that was like, if you got a second one and decide to do it in Montreal, I'll do it. Nice. And then I told uh, now we have like a bit of a challenge, like if we do it together and I outlast him like needing water or something he doesn't get anything but if like he beats me we'll go good we'll get him a hat
0: nice yeah that's a good that's a good idea for sure yeah it'd be fun fun to plan that out that way but no and it's funny like with the nature nurture comment about that i think it is a lot to do with nurture but it can be nature too you know like i've seen um people come out of very dark situations to become amazing people but i've also seen amazing circumstances someone grew up in where they became not the nicest person yeah so it's a tough one with that kind of thing would lex Luthor still be lex luther if raised by alfred alfred might try to impart all of that like wisdom and knowledge onto him to be a batman-esque figure mm-hmm. but he might still if he has those drives of evil in him he could use all of that information to do wrong too
1: well if we're going to use the dc example we've have you read the Superman uh, Red Son?
0: Uh, I have it here, but I have not read it yet, and that's an interesting yeah. point that you so bring up. I know about had,
1: it. Had Superman landed in Soviet Russia, yeah, would he have the same upbringing? And then there's another one: if Superman had been raised by Lionel Luthor, yeah, and he doesn't come off as a really good guy either. Like it, I, I, I do think of nurture is a lot to do with it I, I i do think there's probably some chemical and stuff of what makes a person a good person yeah. but i do think that if you are raised in a loving happy environment then you will continue that it's, it's so
0: weird like it, i've heard of comedians talk about how all their comedian buddies they know come from like a shit raising or like a rough childhood or whatever like whatever traumas happened to them young made them who they are which is a good person and the same thing is true if like what if Bruce Wayne's parents had never been murdered in front of him? Would he have grown up to be a contentious rich asshole who's never had any hardships in his life? Because hardships make good people, as yeah. we know. So yeah. there's, I don't know, it's a tough one, Nature Nurture. It's tough, tough call, hard to say.
1: Yeah, so it's it's, it's always going to be, uh, yeah, I, I do think it's how you handle those dark moments, what you do with that, right? Mm-hmm. So No,
0: it's... Tough call,
1: tough call. Very tough call. Well, well, Addy, thank you very much for the email, buddy. That was a really nice, really, really nice email. We are happy to hear it.
0: Definitely. We always appreciate fan participation.
1: Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and all of you that have been following the podcast, all 300 of you, honestly, thank you so much for your viewership uh, following along. Honestly, we really, 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 really appreciate it. Uh, tell your friends, please share as much as you can. Um, all of that, please, please do.
0: Anything too, like what Addy just did, he sent us a little bit of a topic to discuss. You send us your topics, we'll discuss it if you want to hear our opinions on certain things happening or situations or comic books, movies, Star Trek, Star Wars, whatever you want to hear us talk about, just send us an email.
1: Yeah, please do. Always, always happy to read a fan email. Uh, even if there's things that you, you want to get a fucking rise out of us, I'd be intrigued to see what happens there. Indeed. Yeah. So, Sean, uh, now that we're heading into 2022, do you have any goals, aspirations? I mean, I guess you're already killing it with the new job, but like, yeah, uh, you got anything like
0: I try not to make too many New Year's resolutions just because um, it's one of those things that if you don't accomplish it, you're setting yourself up to start the year off in a non-positive yeah. way. I always yeah. want to get better. I want to always improve on things. I want to like yeah. be more um, day-to-day walking through. Cause like there's times where when I do have shit happening to me, that's tough. I tend to get into like a state where I'm not myself and I want to try to like practice self-care this year and try to like get through the year as positively as I can, you know, like new opportunities and you never know what's around the next corner. I've tried to like, start to think like you taught me this about you waking up and thinking like today might be the first day of the rest of my life. If something amazing happens, today. trying to like have more of that mentality, yeah. not getting up and dreading a day, getting up and saying something might, something amazing might happen today. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to impart that knowledge a little bit that I learned from you. You know what I mean? To try to have better days.
1: I appreciate that, man. That's nice of you to say. Uh, I think like my big thing for this year is trying to seize a little more uh, adventure and kind of like say a little more yes to doing stuff. Like Mm -hmm. I I know it's like a tough time to do that in like with the pandemic and what have you, but like, you know, there's so many things that I say I want to do. And I haven't done them yet for sure. And, you know, like if, if we're learning anything from this podcast, you know, our time on this planet's fucking short. Oh yeah. So uh, I think it's going to be a lot of like leaning into, like, I say, I want to do a thing. I'm going to like, make sure I do a thing. And I also want to work towards, you know, getting an opportunity like yourself. I want to, I want to upgrade my work status. I want to, you know, I want to be up there. I want to make, You know i want to live a little more comfortably and all that stuff so uh you know my next like my next big steps are just going to be trying to make something happen
0: nice i know for sure like my next big adventures and like lifetime level accomplishments this year i already know what number one will be and it is getting my passport
1: Oh, was I already- getting married you know how you're engaged and stuff like actually yeah past- that's you one know. of them
0: i just know yeah. that getting the passport
1: is right up there just just <laughs> above it
0: well married you can't fucking commit to anything right now when it comes to like putting down fees and shit because the COVID restrictions change every fucking week and yeah. uh, like one of the places we were looking into as a venue it was like you give us your 1500 hundred dollar deposit to secure your date and if you cannot hold that date, you do not get your deposit returned.
1: Yeah. And no. so we're
0: like, what the fuck? Like, you pay for it, you get it secured, then COVID restrictions fucking boil down on you. You can't redo, postpone, you're just fucked, or you do it that day, like, with five people if you're only allowed that many. Yeah. So it's kind of like... You know, we've been talking about it back and forth, like about how we want it to unfold and everything. And it's just, it's a tricky thing. We want it to be right. We want it to be right for us. And it is like what we want is what's most important, but it's hard right. to like dial that in given the pandemic.
1: It's also a thing that you can actually be super patient on. It's not like yeah, you're going to fall out of love with Crystal.
0: No, she's my wife either way, whether I have yeah. it on paper or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the way I see it at this point, but it's just, it would still be awesome to be able to have everyone together to have that date. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah. So you want to do it your way. And I you know what, that's something I can respect.
0: Yeah. And I, I won't let like, the time or the pressure change what we want to do, you know what I mean. There's the chance we might wake up one morning and be like, "We're fucking going to the courthouse today to get married because we're not fucking waiting there." You know? But that's not what we want, you know. We want it a certain way. We want certain things out of that day, and so when the time's right, it'll happen. But in the meantime, yes, Thomas, passport. I'm gonna get my fucking passport.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, good done. You yeah. you can put me down as a. Uh...
0: I have it all filled out already and it's good yeah. to go. I just have to send it in. So it's an easy accomplishment. That's why I'm starting off easy on myself to say I'm going to get my passport because I've already done all the legwork. Like, yeah. Literally just have to go and hand it in and pay the money and we're good to go. So, dude,
1: and then get the 10 year one.
0: I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> and then one day I can leave the country because I've never done that before.
1: It's a cool thing to do. Yeah, I hear. Yeah. I
0: like the prospect of, obviously, it's tricky at this very moment with travel, but I like the idea that I could go to a place with a warm climate and exist in it for a week or two.
1: 100%. Yeah, couldn't
0: imagine what that must be like.
1: Yeah. I also want to give a quick uh, shout-out to our cousin Paul, whose son just had a birthday.
0: Oh, nice.
1: And so it was Carter's birthday the other day, so happy birthday to uh, Carter. But also, uh, I also want to shout-out the fact that the Leafs blew a 4-1 lead and lost Oof. five four in overtime to the and so, more importantly, that yeah so, that's tough. So from Paul to Paul from your cousins that don't root for the Leafs, suck it.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, Paul. I'll, I'll come from a more tender spot and say that's tough. That's oh come
1: really on, tough. tell them to suck it. Come on, you know you want to. Just say <laughs> can't it. do it. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: Haven't Leafs fans taken enough abuse, Thomas?
1: No, never enough. It's never enough. That's funny. Oh, fucking. Dang. All right, man. Well, I think that kind of does it for that week. Are you pleased yeah. with the, yeah? Yeah, good episode, man. Yeah, no, I'm happy, man. We got, we, it got real on this podcast.
0: Yeah, it was fun opening gifts, too. We kind of went all over the place, which is fun.
1: Yeah, man. I, I really enjoyed it. So, yeah. Uh, thank you very much for the wonderful presence. I cannot wait. I'll take a picture of the, like, I'll, send me uh pictures of the things i got you and then Will i'll do I'll, I'll, I'll make that into a post of the gift exchange where we got each other and then, sounds good and then uh yeah we'll go from there man I, again i can't wait to make my next grilled cheese this is gonna be good. exciting <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: it's fun you can mix it up eventually different cheeses different you can put, throw meats in that bitch
1: oh, oh i I'm me- i used that. to
0: make pizza sandwiches fucking the bomb and that thing
1: Nice. I'm I'm gonna get fancy as fuck in this. Excellent. So don't, don't you fret. <laughs> all right, Thomas. Enjoy. All right. all right. So from all of us here, two sides of the story, I'm Tom Sides, and this has been one side of the story. And I'm
0: Sean Sides, and this has been one side of the story. Live long and prosper, everybody.
1: Have a great week. Two sides of the story. Two sides of
0: the story. Two sides of the story. Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two, Sides of the Story Pod, at gmail.com.